Hey guys, before we get into the episode, you all know I'm a huge fan of fashion and I have been ever since I was a little girl. And my first job, by the way, was actually at Macy's. And my love for fashion began when I started there because I worked in the fragrance department, but of course my eye was always on the clothes and the makeup and everything related to style. But here's the thing, my relationship with Macy's didn't end once my days of asking people walking by if they wanted a sample of the latest scents came to an end. Nearly 20 years later, I still find myself choosing Macy's time and time again for literally everything. It's become a really beautiful full circle moment that they've been such amazing supporters of our show for so long. And when it comes to shopping, they have everything you need, whether I need a last minute outfit or Kevin needs a last minute outfit for our friend's wedding. We always head to Macy's. They've got us covered. So if you're in need of some retail therapy, perhaps, or looking to spruce up your home or your lifestyle, check out Macy's friends. I've curated a list of some of my favorite items that have helped me upgrade so many parts of my life, really my fashion the most, but of course home and baby and so much more. So check the link in the description and happy shopping Hill Squad. Baby, you only need the light when it's burning low. Only miss the sun when it starts to snow. Only know you love her when you let her go Only know you've been high when you're feeling low Only hate the road when you're missing home Only know you love her when you let her go And you let her go Oh, people. Yeah. You hear that? Probably hear a little bit of my... Um, not so great modulation. Staring at the bottom of the glass. <laughs> Staring at the bottom of the glass. Hoping one day your dream will last. But dreams come slow and they go so fast. <laughs> you guys. Yeah. It's a very lonely Friday. This is a very, uh, very lonely Friday. Only miss the sun when it starts to snow. Yeah. This is a Lonely Guy Friday, people. And, uh, you know, we're, um, we're not the most prepared. I'm just going to throw it out there. Uh, being a single parent of um, five uh, <clears throat> ungrateful children. <laughs> oh, man. It's something, but I'll tell you something that, you know, it's interesting about this song. I love this song. This group Passenger, they have some really, really beautiful music. But again, kudos to YouTube. I am telling you guys, play some of your favorite songs on YouTube and let it do the work for you after that. They give you all these great suggestions. But once again, I went into the comments of this song and there were people who were talking about... Um, people they were in love with that they missed out on or things they took for granted in life now they regret and the amount of like support that I see in the comments it just, I'll tell you it just it restores a little bit of my faith in mankind because normally I'm looking at comments of uh, well 
I, I tend to, which we all do, we all tend to migrate to the negative comments. I hate to say, but I just see so much anger and toxicity. And um, if they all would just get with it and realize, okay, I get it, they're not popular, so they're angry, but guess what? You, if you, if you, you never lose unless you quit, as the great Bob Backman once said. So if you're like us and just keep trying to get likes and keep trying to be popular, you don't have time to be angry or toxic because you're just working too hard to be popular. Oh my goodness, I digress, I digress. So yes, my my squad is um, my squad is uh, is breaking. Uh, no, they're not breaking. They're on break, and uh, everybody, including Violetta, um, our house mom, and uh, yeah. So it's been. I'll tell you, I I do recommend time alone. If I know it's not possible for many of you, um, I don't know. There's something in the air, and I wonder if if other people are experiencing it too. But when Violetta on her vacation this week, you know, she was saying, Hey, I told my kids I want, I do want to go away. And they're like, where mom? And she's like, no, I want to go alone. <laughs> her house has got, you know, she has all the kids there. She got four kids, the dogs, um, and, and we're in the middle of the renovation. And she's like, no, I just want to be alone. I'm like, wow. And then Maria, same thing. Um, and I think the, and she'll talk more about it, but her most recent work with Joe Dispenza, I think it was about solitude, which came up. So again, I always say no coincidences with the universe, but I will, uh, for me, you know, my, um, I'm still having a hard time breathing. I think that's going to be a, a minute, but, um, a couple of days I was really challenged with my energy, but a couple of those other days I wasn't quite as bad. Um, just not being around people. And I, I know that's not a healthy thing permanently because only like certain animals like polar bears are meant to be alone. I know humans aren't. But I think it's nice for a little detoxing. So for once, our Lonely Guy episode maybe could mean something. I didn't even mean for it, but maybe it does. Maybe it's okay to be lonely and have those moments. But more than just like an hour or two, I mean, I for me... There's been a couple of days I, I just haven't left the house. Now, I do have the five dogs, and you feel all of them, their energy and their love, and that helps. Um, and believe me, there's a whole other story in them. Oh, my goodness. They've kept me uh, occupied, to say the least. But it's been, um, it's, it's been nice. I've been writing, and, and you know that's been slow, but things are happening there. Um, a couple of little things I organize doing very minimal. Normally I would be doing that around the clock. And yeah, I've just been working at my own pace and kind of doing my own thing, but I, I do feel myself getting a little stronger. And uh, I just, yeah, I wonder if not, if, if it isn't something that we all shouldn't do um, from time to time. But uh, yeah, anyway, I digress. Right. I don't, you know, I don't have my kids here to help me. So keep me on track. Um, speaking of though, being alone, you know, there's one thing I always hear, uh, more and more when I'm coaching people is, uh, I hear, especially from women too. When I ask them, you know, have you asked your parents for help? Have you asked, uh, or when I find out they have great connections, have you asked them for help or friends? And there's 
some who just, oh, I, I don't like to ask for help because they're shy, um, which is not good. I'll explain why. But then there's others who are like, no, I just, I just want to do it on my own. And um, I especially hear it in our business. And I, when I hear it, I just, I get, I just let out the frustrated sigh because our business is so hard. But I still think whether you're building a house, starting a family, planning a wedding, I mean, opening a business, having any kind of career is hard. Life's not easy. And so I just feel like because it's not easy and it's never going to be easy, and because there are always going to be obstacles, there's always going to be things happening that are going to get in our way. Um, and then you have people that, uh, let's say, even if you're not directly competing with them, people who are pursuing those same things, they're not going to be as ethical as you. You know, there's a lot of people out there. I never forget Uncle Bill, the guy I worked for in the construction business, Joe's uncle. And he would just always say, there's not a lot of nice people out there. And see, Bobo agrees. So, by the way, I, I want to say this up front. You're going to hear, I, I have five babies with me, but Bobo is an actual baby. And I say this all the time. I go, we have, I have to tell Bernadette and Maria, we have a baby in the family again. It's different. Okay, and I'm going to go grab him because now he's got his toy. Okay, buddy. Hey. Yes. Yes, I know. I know. Now daddy lost his train of thought. Okay, because daddy has ADD, is old, his brain is foggy. Uh, should I go over the list of things of why you can't interrupt daddy? The girls aren't here to help me. All right, we'll sit. Thank you. Right, you're going to sit and do the podcast with me. Okay, where was I? I think I was talking about being popular. <laughs> um, no, but talking about... Uh, I was saying, Uncle Bill said, you know, there's not a lot of nice people out there. Now, there actually are. But as you all know, it's also not. And uh, while you are not cutting throats or doing unethical things to make it, hurting others or sleeping with people, whatever it is, you know, uh, stealing, whatever, playing games, politics, the other people are. So when you're not taking full advantage of what you need to, you know, you're putting yourself at such an unnecessary disadvantage. Also, you can say you did it on your own. Um, and by the way, like, why would you want to, that's a whole other thing. I can't tell you how many people, and that's a whole other subject, gratitude. I can't tell you how many people have success and say, uh, don't thank people. And I remember when Maria was younger, and I know I'm switching subjects here, but you have to bear with me because uh, I'm a little bit of a mess right now. <laughs> um, I got to get caffeinated. Yes, thank you, Bobo. Um, but early on with Maria, I remember saying, hey, you know, a lot of the little people, whether it was back in Medford or back, um, you know, when we were together, when we first met, I mean, there was a lot of people who did a lot of like nice things. And I remember saying, Maria, if you, if you thank one of them, even publicly and say, hey, 
it was really helpful to have this guy. We always go back to this guy, Ron Peretti. He owned a mailboxes, etc. Those businesses that uh, you don't really see them as much anymore. They have post office boxes. They do photocopies. And but he loved the movie business. And um, you know, we we were poor. We came, we came from I mean, not poverty, but I my family had more money than Maria's family. But you know, we were blue collar. Um, and my mother was a teacher, but they didn't know anything about business. So it was nice to have Ron, and he always helped and gave advice. And when Maria had her first deal, it was a small deal for 30000 a year. By the way, the next person above her was getting paid two fifty, <laughs> And she became the biggest star, and there's lessons in all of that, too. Um, but he looked everything over for us, and, you know, Maria was always thanking him. And I, but I remember saying to her, I go, Maria, you know, no one, when, if you ever said, Hey, I owe everything to Ron Peretti. No one's going to say, if Maria didn't know Ron Peretti, she never would have made it. So my point is no one's ever going to take, no one's ever going to take the credit away from what you accomplished. And I just feel like there's so much power in, in gratitude and saying thanks to people. Um, and, and again, I feel like a lot of people don't because of uh, they're afraid it's going to dim their light. Maybe it's narcissism or inconsideration, but I think it's uh, it's super important to be grateful and to, to, you know, to be public with it. I think it actually shows more power. I think it shows a greater person. But getting back to, you know, not asking for help, you know, it's too hard. So and I, I always remind people, hey, I'll. This, this or that person can say is yes or no. And when you ask, you just ask in a very polite way and give all the disclaimers you can. Hey, feel free to say no. I just want to run it by you. And, and if, if you ask for anything, I always try to come up with a win-win. Hey, I'll do this for you if you could do that or whatever. But I don't know. I just, I, that, was, that just had kept coming up in the last two weeks of, oh, I want to be able to make it on my own. I want to be able to make it on my own. I'm like, oh my God, you're making life so difficult where you don't need it to be difficult. Uh, it's funny, you know, Maria, you know, making 30 grand a year at Channel One and like the other anchors making six figures. You know, it's funny, uh, out of that whole group, the group she was with, Maria's the only one on TV. And um, I was having this conversation with another producer, you know, um, I have two friends who are same age and uh, both love the business and both pursuing dreams in the business. And, but the one that comes from money, you know, just doesn't have what we like to say in boxing, the knockout punch, just doesn't have the power to finish it off. Doesn't somewhere along the line, she, as my song comes back in, tell me that's not the universe. Maybe that's, tell me to take a break but if you come from less and even if your kids from less I'm, t I'm telling you guys like we all have a hunger and an angst that uh that those other people don't have now granted it can be in your dna i've seen rich kids it's in their dna they're just killers or they have extraordinary parents but for the most part and i remember when i met maria she was she was like i'm embarrassed to say you know we we worked at the bar. I was I worked at a bar since I was at three. And I said, Maria, that's literally the best thing about you. 
and you know the work ethic, the humility, um, the endurance, uh, all of it. Someone else too. Someone else I've been coaching this celeb, and she was embarrassed because uh, she had to quit school as um, not even a, almost a preteen to take care of her brother, and had a mother who was mentally ill and never got a diploma. And no one knows that. And she's like, I'm just, she's, A, she's like, I'm embarrassed. And B, she was like, you know, who would want to, you know, do any kind of business with me? I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> any smart company would because look what you overcame and look what you accomplished. But that's, that's why you're as successful as you are. Because you have that hunger and you have that drive. And unfortunately, you know, a lot of people who are well off or spoiled don't have that. And note to the parents who are well off or spoiling the kids, you got to find a way to give them that. Got to find a way to give them that. Um, that that extra oomph where they won't give up. And I, I'll tell you, you know, one of my knocks of the young generation is their lack of resilience. And I, I think that's where it stems from. I think they had it a lot better, which again is our fault, you know. And like they say on that Simpson episode that I love, let's all share the blame. Why don't we? Oh my goodness, kids! See, I don't have uh, I don't have Fuji Pooch here to get me out to the break. You know, I don't have that. But okay, here's a little Dua Lipa. No idea. Oh, okay, only five hundred and eighty-nine million views. <laughs> Who are all these people? Anyway, she's a queen. Such a queen. Okay, kids, uh, when we get back, there'll be, um, I'm sure, even less to talk about. Um, it'll make less sense. Bobo, <laughs> Bobo's taking this out of break. Give us a minute, guys. We'll be right back. When you're on the go 24-7 like me, guys, finding ways to make life easier is so important for my health and sanity. <laughs> and that's exactly what my friends at Macy's do for me. From working there as a teenager to now going to them for so many of my daily essentials, it's been my go-to for so many years. And having everything in one place is such a time saver for me. With being a first-time mom, for a while now, as you know, I've had plenty of those and being able to rely on them for all the things has been amazing. Plus having everything in one place has made being a new mom just a little bit easier for me. So I know we're all focusing on our families, our health, hopefully our jobs and everything in between, but it's time to make your life a little easier. And to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there. This little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're gonna love it. Yes, I want to... Searching for the light and the darkness of insanity. And I do, I ask myself this too. Is all hope lost on this Lonely Guy Friday? Is it only pain and hatred and misery? Mm-hmm. Each time I feel like this inside, swapping out. 
You know what, when you think about this, and when I first heard this when I was young, I didn't understand. What is so funny about peace, love, and understanding? It's really not funny. Well, Elvis Costello unplugged back in 1999. I actually think he did this in Martha's Vineyard to a lot of bored Gen Xers. <laughs> Even Bobo's reacting. Yes, yes, Bobo. Where are the strong? Bobo thinks he's strong. Um, you know what, people? We have got a very, very bad boy who keeps bringing his toy over to Vincenza and then taunting her. So guess what? You're gonna be shown the door, buddy. Is that what you want? Come over here and listen to Elvis with me. There we go, okay. Oh, people, as, uh, yeah, as you can tell, it's a lonely guy Friday. I don't know if many of you are alone. I guess you're never alone with you're only alone on Saturdays and Sundays with us. We try to give you as much content as we can. It was an interesting week. We put up um, we put up some of our heel squad events. I didn't see a lot of comments in the Patreon, so I don't know how well it played. We'll have to look at the numbers and see. Always trying new things here, people. Oh my God, the dogs! <laughs> so it, we have all of our dogs are rescues. And yes, Bobo. And Bobo's a baby, so he's very demanding. He's also very playful, and he play. He, you know, young dogs when you put them with old dogs tend to work out very well because it gets the old dogs playing again, gets them active. Um, so Bobo, uh, Chubby, and Charlie, especially Chubby, he's an older guy, and he plays like a little boy thanks to Bobo, which is good. But at the same time. Oh my goodness, at the same time, we've got, uh, I had to deal with three, not, not one, not two, but three comforters that the kids uh, all peed on at different times. And uh, I had to wrap them all up and bring them down to uh, the laundromat and uh, the cleaners and get them taken care of uh, as I don't want Violet to have to come back and deal with that. You know, I think... Do you remember the, I don't know, I just always remember the days where I'd be off on my, my jobs, my hell jobs. And the few times I came, got off, I'm like, oh my God, the mess I'm going to have to go back to. Um, so anyway, I was trying to make it so the house is nice when she gets back so she doesn't come back from her vacation tired and be like, oh goodness, now we have to deal with this nightmare. But yeah, so they peed on all the beds. Thanks, guys. Uh, even though I have them diapered. I have the, a little regular guy tip. I've got these belly wraps for your boy dogs. And I bought, I you know, always paying for convenience and ever the consumer. I have, I must have, God, about 30 or 40 of these belly wraps. They're Velcro. And, um, I mean, they go through the, the three boys. Uh, Max doesn't wear one, but the three little ones do. And then if you know boy dogs, one pees, they all pee. So I diaper them. And, uh. So even with all that, they still, they still find ways to, uh, to wet the beds on me. 
And then I came home, and then it's funny because I think with Violetta, they used she just they just all walk around the house with her all day, so they're stimulated. But with me, I'm sitting and working at my desk, and they look at me like little kids. Now I understand, you know, when I see little you know little kids who know when parents are on the phone and they know when parents are pretending to pay attention, but they're really not paying attention. These guys are the same way, um, and it's uh, yeah, it's a really you would think after all these years of dogs, I would, I'd seen it all and I'd be ready to have kids. But I'm so glad Maria does not have to deal with this. These five are out of control. And then I, I came home uh, last night and um, Max left me a gift, diarrhea all over the house. Um, now, fortunately, being the regular guy consumer that I am, I'm prepared for these things. And I have a squeegee with a dustpan. That's my technique to get it up. And then I have a paint scraper that I keep and uh, a little Windex, a little, you know, scrapes off the residue. Then we do some bleach and some hot water and we're good. But uh, I'm like saying to myself, wow, Maria's got to be glad she's not here. Yeah, that's a great segment, guys. <laughs> um, we had, God, I was... I was on the, I interviewed, there's going to be a Dr. Laura Berman interview that's going to air and forgive me because I'm in my zone. So I don't know when, but um, we were talking about crystals. I know Kelsey's really into them and I, people give them to me. I honor that. I try to keep them with me. But I was saying back in the Carney days, my, you know, where I'm working with all my brothers and a few sisters, heroin addicts, uh, smugglers, thieves, a couple of murderers thrown in. Um, but I I remember we, we befriended a, a group of witches. They were Wiccans. I'll tell you, 20s were a lot of fun because working in the carny business, you didn't have to really care about anything other than, yeah, yeah I did my job. But outside of that, um, you're in dirty clothes. It's not, it, you, you had no one to impress. So it really made life fun and quite the adventure. And I remember all the characters. I've always had characters for friends. But back then, I remember there was a group of Wiccan friends that um, always trying to be popular. I tried to be popular with the Wiccans. Um, and see if Kelsey were here, I'd say, Kelsey, whatever moves the... And then she wouldn't know. And then Pooja would say, whatever moves the needle. And I'm like, hey, if I can get a little magic off these, off my new witch friends, <laughs> done. Maybe get a script made. Who knows? And um, I remember being at, bringing them out to a, one of my college parties. <laughs> you Wiccan sure no harder party. <laughs> Dancing with all of them. And by the way, their dances were very spooky. It was like fun for a minute. And then afterwards, I'm like, oh, wait a second. I of Newt went into the cauldron and <laughs> I'm like, oh, my goodness. Uh, are we being, are we having spells cast on us? Anyway, they gave me some crystals and they said, you know, just bring these to work. We can see, you know, what you're going through. And I think, cause I just lost my dad and they were actually great. And they gave me some crystals and they said, I, you know, I, and I don't know why I was like, I, I, I don't know. Like, I, you know, the job I work at, it's like, <clears throat> I'm running and gunning. Even then I was moving and grooving like a snake, like Captain Lou, but you know, it was pick up, put down, run this. It was just constant, constant movement. And they gave me the crystals and, and, uh, 
And I'll never forget seeing them a week later. And it all took was a few days for what to happen. What I'm going to tell you what happened. The uh, crystal shattered, you know, and um, they didn't like, you know, combust. It was probably in my pocket and I don't know, something hit me, a pipe or one, you know, one of the, you know, heavy pieces of equipment we're moving, you know, um, I'm, I'm someone when I lift things, just too much information. I have to use every part of my body. You know, Joe was always a guy who could just, he just pick it up with his arms and that would be it. I have to use my hips, my, you know, to get things off the ground. So whatever I ended up, they ended up breaking and I'll never forget telling them. And they were like, what, what happened? And I, do they, uh, they, yeah, they just broke. I feel bad. Like, did, did it cost you money? Like, <laughs> see, I'm just a mortal. I didn't understand. And I'll never forget. They had to have a sidebar about it. And, um, they said, you know, all we can say is that that's, uh, all we can tell you, all you can know right now is that's just not right. That's, and then our relationship kind of faded. So I was talking to Dr. Laura and she said, oh my God, it was the energy of what you were around that the crystals couldn't handle the energy and they broke. And I was like, well, that makes sense when you think of all the people I worked with and how dark the environment was. And um, it just got me talking and thinking because I'm watching what's going on in Kelsey's life and I'm watching what's going on in Maria's life, even Violetta. Um, and uh, them getting away from toxic people in their lives, you know, um, with love and light, you know, love and light, not nothing, no falling out, no blowouts or arguments, but just being like, you know, that person doesn't treat me how I like to be treated. That person, um, I don't feel very good when I'm talking to that person or I don't make the best decisions, when, whatever it is. And both of them actually have gotten away and then spent time alone. And, you know, with it, without, without that dark energy around them, they're both ascending and it's wonderful to watch. Violetta as well. And, um, and then it, it's inviting new and healthy people around. And, I, and I, when I think back to, God, my life, I always was like, okay, Kevin, here's the easy road and here's the hard road. Uh, well, uh, can I, is it okay if I take the easy road, the hard road? Um, I wish it was the easy road. And we used to even say, we used to joke on, in the carny business, we would say, oh, how should we, God, how are we going to lift this? Or how are we going to move this? Or how are we going to, you know, do, you know, these four carnivals in a matter of like four days that are in like five different states or, you know, whatever, five different carnivals in four different states. And um, we would, the joke would be, oh, should we, is it just the only way? And that was term for the hard way. But I think of taking always taking the hard way, and I think of the energy that I was around, and uh, and this time alone here, and this kind of detox for me, how helpful it is. And I, but I, you know, you hear me talk about it on the show. In fact, actually, I'll say this: Kelsey said, "Kevin, can you talk about it on the Lonely Guy edition? How um, important it is to um, 
to, you know, if you're around those people, just, you know, distance, just try it. You know, I remember I forget my dad in his last days. Uh, There was a couple people in my life and I'll never forget him saying, listen, um, I know when I'm gone, you're going to get weak. So you're going to ignore what I'm saying. But I want to say this. He was like, these people just listen to dad. He's like, I know, Bobo, I know. Get away from them and watch your life get better. And of course, he was right on both counts. I did get weak when he died um, and tried to reconcile or be with these people. But ultimately, when the universe intervened and I did get away from them, yeah, he was right. My life did get better. So um, anyway, all of that from broken crystals. All right. Guys, um, God, and you know, sometimes I think it's that term too, you know, before I check out on this break, it, it's, there's an old saying, addition by subtraction. And um, sometimes in life, that's what it is. You know, it's, it's you subtract, you, you get some of these people out of your life. And then... You, you watch, you watch yourself grow and invite it. I tell you, it opens rooms. Think of it this way. If you were, if I'll take it to sports, Steve, the steamer may appreciate this, but if you have 12 players on a basketball team, you only have so many roster spots, but if you cut four players, then that leaves room for four new players to come in, but, and they will come if you stay the course, I just keep seeing it. But even if they don't, um, I'll always say that, uh, You've got Netflix and you've got animals you can rescue and be with. But no, they will come. And uh, I'm seeing it. And and there were some people in Maria's life that I was urging her for years. I'm like, Maria, why are you putting up with this? You know, you're better than this. You know, you're Maria Menounos. Like, come on. And, and, And I remember saying to Maria, too, I'm like, you're very successful. But there's a level of, say, financial success, I think, Maria, and I think also creative success that she was yearning for. And I said, Maria, you're not getting it. I'm telling you because of these people you're around. You know, they put you in a box. They make it so you don't feel good about yourself. You don't feel like a star. You don't feel. And, and I'm telling you, I can't verbalize specifically how it's holding you back, but I promise you it is. And now, you know, it's like with shedding all that stuff, she really is ascending. And again, I see it with. Kelsey too. And for me, you know, I mean, I, at least I'm seeing, I'm getting some strength back. And I, I know a couple of times this even week, even I kind of fell off the wagon and I got on some calls and they went way too long. And, it, you know, it was not, not bad people. It was just nice people, but I just, I don't have the energy to give right now. So, um, so I just kind of said to myself, okay, what are the things I really want to do that make me feel good? And how do I actually put them into play? And how do I ask for help? So it's even like a podcast that I've been, two podcasts I've been wanting to do for years. And um, I need help to do them because I'm just in this exhausted state. So I reached out to the people who I've helped a lot in life and I wasn't afraid to ask. I said, hey, can, can you help me? And they're like, oh my God, I want to help you and I want to be part of this. And so there it is. Okay. Addition by subtraction, crystals break, Wiccans are cool to hang out with. It's kind of get me back in the mood to, I think you're going to, listen, any of you Wiccans out there, 
Any of you have witch friends? Um, is there a witch click that maybe we could get into? Because I'm game. As I hear this, I'm thinking to myself, I think it'd be nice to have a click, a click of witches in the back pocket. Like my posse, I could go to. I'll tell you, Bruce Springsteen is a good man. That's a really good soul right there, people. He's going down, you guys. I'm going down. I'm going to try to bring this energy up in this last uh, segmento. Hope I'm not too much of a downer. Guys, and it's the last week of summer. I really feel like I'm letting everybody down right now. All right, no. We're going to come back. Let's see if we can switch this up a little bit. Get that energy going up. We're not going down. We're going to have a great weekend, right? We get tonight. We get tomorrow. We get, by the way, Sunday night? Talk to me. A lot of good stuff. And then you know what? For the kids, it's back to school. But for us, it's the fall, which is like licking the chops for our Halloween, our Thanksgiving, our Christmas, our New Year's, and then um, Super Bowl, and then uh, depression. <laughs> okay, Bobo's saying we're going to go. Guys, we'll be right back. Bobo, big Bruce Springsteen fan. All right, friends, let's talk about something we all do. Snack. Trust me, I've definitely overindulged in the past, but as you know, I am focused on my health these days, and I think I found the healthier snack that you don't have to lose out on the flavor, and it's definitely become my go-to. It first came into the house because of Kevin. He was obsessed with wonderful pistachios, and then I got addicted, and now it's in my travel bag. I don't leave home without it. It's in our glove compartments because they don't melt. Right now, my favorite flavor is the sweet chili flavor. It feels like some of the naughtier kind of snacks I used to use where I used to lick my fingers after. Now I lick them and I feel safer. Um, plus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. That's crazy, guys. So if you're looking for the perfect snack, trust me and head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com to snag a bag of Wonderful Pistachios. You're going to love them. I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's Frizi Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiehis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, T H E O U A I dot com and enter the promo code Heel Squad for 15% off any product. That's the Way, T H E O U A I dot com, promo code Heel Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. <laughs>
guys. And I love with Massachusetts too. Song is called Roadrunner, 1972 by Modern Lovers. Really, really great. Uh, not so much heard about Boston Band and a great song. One twenty-eight when it's dark outside. You know Route One Twenty-Eight back there, people. Anyway, kids, it's the last Friday. Uh, I think before the summer, we really think we're going to call it. I think this is it. Um, I'm sure the click is busy. I'm sure Pooja and the click are busy. Um, Kelsey is uh, is living the high life somewhere. She's living the rich life with some friends. But this is it, guys. And uh, do you remember as kids, this was... I don't know. I mean, there was a little excitement, I'm sure, for the first week to go back to school. But at the same time, I just remember being like, it was hell. <laughs> like, no, why? Anyway. Anyway. Shout out to anybody who, um, I am seeing some Halloween decorations, so I'm very encouraged. But I'm not seeing any Christmas decorations here. Remember the Connecticut Lowe's last year had some uh, Christmas decor go up pretty quickly. Always, uh helps me. It's only 112 degrees here in LA. Oh my goodness, people. My goodness. Let me tell you something. Um, have you ever argued with someone who has a higher IQ than you? Don't. Or if you have to, this is what I want to say to you, give you some peace. As someone, I went to a very, uh, I went to a high school that was uh, had a lot of super smart kids. It was a um, went just a high, very uh, very tough education wise, which I'm grateful for now. Ultimately, even though I didn't pay attention, and I just kind of winged it with C's and didn't try, regretfully. But what I but I still am grateful for the way they pushed me because college was even easier. With that said, I was around a lot of smart people, and I had people in my family who I would say probably on an IQ test would be smarter than me. And since then, in our business, uh, or I'm around Ivy Leaguers and highly educated people, and you know, I think recently I got into it with somebody, um, and with their high IQs, often they are um, they're tough to argue with. Um, you know, it, it sometimes doesn't matter how many facts you have or how right you are. You get somebody clever and they can twist it like a pretzel, make you feel stupid or undermine you. And um, other than, you know, take the normal regular guy Friday advice, which is the best defense against the chicken wing. The deadly maneuver in wrestling is to not be put in it. Try not to argue with those people. But if you do, and you come out on the losing end, here's, here's the, the one thing that I will tell you like, that I've experienced in my own life. And by the way, the, the, I've actually been able to say this to some of those people uh, where it hasn't been so contentious. 
your IQ, you have to be careful. And if you're one of the people with the high IQ, you know, you have to be beware because uh, oftentimes people who are that smart are too smart to ever be wrong in their own brain. And think about it logically. Why would they think they would be wrong when they're that smart? So, I'm, you know, if you're saying to yourself, I'm obviously like the way my brain works, that however I'm seeing this situation or whatever decision I make, I'm so smart. I always get A's or I'm smarter than everyone in the room that clearly what I'm doing is the right decision or the right call. And that's when I've warned them, uh, you know, your IQ will betray you. And you have to be careful of that if you're one of those people who has the high IQ. Because I don't care who you are. No one's playing a perfect game. No one's going to be right all the time. And if you study people with high IQs who have been successful, you find out just how many fails they had. You know, the 99 failures to get the one success or the 999 failures to get the one success. But I'll say sometimes to people like that, you know, okay, congratulations. You won the argument, like pat yourself on the back, but, you know, now you just walk out with a bigger head. Um, but at some point, it's going to catch up to you because you're not always going to be right. So you can talk yourself into things and you can overpower people and all that stuff. But at some point, you know, as I had a teacher used to say in high school, you're going to have to pay the piper. Whatever that meant. I think it was, yeah, because the piper, he performs for you and then, you have to pay him for performing. Um, but yeah, as I just kind of went through that again, and I remember, and, and, and I kind of let it go. I, I just took the like the loss on the chin because I knew it was a it was it was a someone with fat head tendencies, and that comes from having a high IQ. Because again, you can't be wrong, and nobody's right all the time. I'll say again, but I remember just that was kind of the piece I took. I'm like saying to myself, well, you can. Talk yourself into anything and you can talk your way around anything. You can talk over somebody. You can talk through the great. But at the end of the day, you're only hurting yourself. And um, and I'm sure later in life, that's how it will go. Well, I don't know if that makes any sense. That's why it's, uh, it's nice to have Kelsey and Pooja because they will say, yes, it does. Or they'll say, no, that makes no sense. <laughs> can you tell us more? Oh my goodness, kids. Well, I really wish I could keep talking, but uh, this tank is uh, is empty. Um, I don't even think I have an RGF bonus today. Isn't that sad? Um, I feel like I haven't, nobody wants to catfish me. Um, the last catfish I left the hanging on didn't follow up on me. So, I would say my whole catfishing experiment is fail. I'm looking at my phone and it looks like, remember last week when I was doing Reggie Dad Friday, something came in and it didn't. So nothing's coming in now. Okay, well, listen. Let's uh, do their business. And um, I don't know if, uh, if you hear a commercial or if you're on Patreon and you get a slight break and we're back. That means we, uh, I got inspired for a bonus. But if not, 
then uh, oh wow, Bobo is speaking. If not, enjoy your last week of summer. Uh, try to remember what it's about. Getting likes, being popular, and covering up all your true feelings in order to have one and two. <laughs> maybe that'll be the new, uh, that, that's not the regular guy Friday out, but maybe that's the lonely guy out. I don't know. You guys tell me on Patreon what you think. All right, let's see if I'm, if I'm back with a bonus, it means uh, the kid gave me some energy. If not, everyone have a great weekend, amazing last weekend of summer, and uh, we've got Labor Day to look forward to. And, uh, oh yeah, don't you worry. We will have new content for you on Labor Day because that's what we do here, kids. That's what we do. As a first-time mom with a baby, I'm always on the go, whether it's running errands, getting my coffee, going to doctor's appointments, or just spending quality time with little Athena. And that's why I rely on wonderful pistachios to keep me fueled and ready for anything, no matter where I am. Kevin even keeps a bag stashed in the nursery. <laughs> you know, for the nighttime hunger moments. Wonderful pistachios comes in a variety of flavors and sizes, making them the perfect snack to have literally any time, whether I'm enjoying them during a quick break in between taping this show or I'm on the go and it's in the diaper bag. I do carry it in my travel bag and they're in my car. At this point, when I'm leaving the house, I think keys, wallet, wonderful pistachios. <laughs> <laughs> Bonus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, they keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Minus the sweet chili. All right. <clears throat> I feel bad about this episode of uh, Lonely Guy Friday. Uh, so, uh, Slightly inspired, once again, I, I just, we all have our go-tos in our life, our primers. Um, for me, you guys know, I go to the original life coach, Captain Lou Albano. Um, I just can't get enough of this guy, people. He was this guy, almost 400 pounds, open, the open Hawaiian shirt, rubber bands on his face, unkempt hair and beard, flip-flops, but, and usually drunk, which, you know, one of my goals, but just, you know, like the old, uh, is it Khloe Kardashian, I'm out of Fs to give, like this guy gave no Fs, and um, so one clip I always pull up is when he appeared on Letterman, and I'll tell you, in our business, um, guys like Letterman and just all those comedians are very intimidating because first of all, it's their show. You notice their desk is a little higher on purpose. Um, so they can get that little, you know, extra angle or edge over you, but they're also so sharp witted going back to what I said earlier about people with high IQs. Um, and their brains, even Jerry Seinfeld admitted this too, is that his brain is now conditioned that every conversation he has with somebody, he's thinking of a joke. He's thinking of a way to respond with a joke or a put down. And, and, and sometimes it's annoying. Like I've done Opie and Anthony before the show, and that's a show that just has nothing but comics on. And um, it's just hard because they interview you and you're just getting zingers from people around the room. So you, 
it's tough. It's tough to get a point across. Um, and if you're not a comic, it's hard to roll around with them. So <clears throat> I love this appearance on Lou Albano's appearance on Letterman because there was really no one quicker witted or more brilliant, in my opinion, than Letterman. Um, and once again, out comes Lou, who's a wrestler, who's not a trained actor. He's not a trained comedian, um, doesn't have writers to work with. And Dave is doing his best to be Dave, which is he's sarcastic. He's looking down on him. He's doing all these things. But if, if you watch the whole thing on YouTube, just Lou just goes right through him. Um, and even Lou's body language. He just doesn't give an F. Well, listen to this clip. When Lou goes on, on Letterman, and at the time, Lou was claiming that he was not only Cindy Lauper's manager, he claimed that he wrote all of her songs as well. Um, so, of course, Letterman, you think, is going to tear him apart and have a field day, but Lou just... <laughs> anyway, I'll let you listen to it, and uh, let's hope it inspires you to not give an F as well. Well, that's, that's it's all fascinating, and I didn't really realize there was this right, whole other David. side to you. And now, where where were you when you when you wrote Time After Time? I wrote Time After Time upstate New York in Woodstock. I was in Bob Dylan's home. I was up there with Albert Grossman. I uh, said, you know who he is? He's the manager of Janis Joplin and Bobby Dylan. We sat together, and I said, Al, I've got a I've got an idea for a young rising <laughs> rock star. Time After Time, woman, of course, most written by Cindy Cindy Lauper. Women as long as they're in their proper place. But by the way, come on now. Fair point. She came out and she denied everything I did for it. But here, right here, the Worldwide Wrestling Federation magazine, David. You want to get a look at that? Let me show you what I did. Captain Roddy Piper and Cindy Lauper. Take a look inside. You can see what I did. Show you what I did for Cindy Lauper. How I made it. What did you do, Lou? David Wolf had the audacity to claim he is David Wolf, her fake manager. Please. Of course it was Lou. Now, so anyway, now you, you wrote the song. Now, what was your inspiration for Time After Time? Uh, my inspiration for Time After Time, I sat out there in the uh, moonlit night, and I uh, looked up above, and uh, it just came to me. Words yeah. of wisdom. <laughs> I, just, I was so elated. I was so proud. And I, just from the heart. And then girls want to have fun. Well, we all know girls do. They're very... Uh, this is uh, true. That's all they're capable of doing is having fun. I mean, let's face it. Women are great in their proper place. So I wrote Girls Want to Have Fun. I did See? Now she had the audacity to challenge me. Cindy Lauper came out on TV Land and said she would pick a woman, and she picked Cindy Richter, a girl wrestler, oh, wait, bodybuilder. Not I Cindy Richter. Well, he didn't even know the, the name. Champion of the world, Mula, the fabulous I mean, Mula. That's my. And this is going to be in Madison Square Garden on the twenty-third of the month. Go ahead, David. You can have a word. You ever had? A, <laughs> <laughs> you ever had a date? Now let him try to be funny. He has a moment. Okay. Now Lou puts his hands up and goes, okay, everyone, have your fun. I've got the body that women love and men envy. I turn away two or three hundred women a week. I two or three hundred women a week he turns away. I know that I love women, but in their proper perspective, in their proper place. Yeah. Go ahead, exactly. David, say another word. Well, Lou, I, I, I love to, but you know. Go ahead, David. Say another word. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Uh, you know, what was nice, too, is he and Cindy Lauper were really good friends and um it was very significant because as big as wrestling is right now what a lot of historians believe is that it was so big because of the rock and wrestling connection that happened at mtv that happened with 
Cindy Lauper in the Albano, and he was part of her Girls Want to Have Fun video. And uh, supposedly it all happened because they met on a flight. And Cindy, being the brilliant artist she is, she recognized that Lou was a genius. Like, she just knew he, this guy is such a character. Where did he come from? Rather than look down at him for being a wrestler or, you know, like a lot of people would. But I always say he takes greatness to know greatness. And she's brilliant. And she was like, you're gold. Would you be in my video? And um, once the video got out there, this is where the idea came to to now get her involved and create this rock and wrestling thing, which took wrestling to the next level, along with Hulkamania, and then it never looked back. But what I thought was really nice was Cindy was with him at the end, you know, when he passed, which I thought was um, really special. So there, uh, there it is. There's a little RGF bonus with uh, Captain Lou Albano. I mean, I don't know. Like maybe, maybe it's not uh, not not resonating with you guys as much as it does me. I know my friend Ann, I've been getting her into the Captain Lou stuff to motivate her. And it's, uh, it's working, you know? So anyway, there you go. I know that should have played at the beginning, kids, but uh, my game's off. I don't have my kids with me. Anywho, well, people, I hope, uh, I really do hope you enjoy your last weekend of summer. Um, I wonder, I wonder, is any, does anyone listen to radio or like Sirius or any of those channels over these weekends? Because they always do the 500 countdown or I one of those days are gone. Really? Does anyone care? <laughs> All right, guys. I'm going to go try to get catfished and get thrown back in the lake. I'll see you, uh, oh, I don't know. You never know. There may be a very uh, lonely Labor Day edition, but I promise uh, that will focus on Labor Day. And uh, I'll be ready. Wasn't ready today. I will be ready, I promise. Anyway, okay, guys, safe, fun, happy, healthy, all that stuff. Hey, Hill Squad, we have been on quite the journey together, and we're hearing from so many of you just how much this show is helping you heal and get better, and it makes us feel so good. We love, love, love it, and we just ask that you don't keep it to yourself. Spread the message and share the show or your favorite episode with your friends, and if you want to help us even more, you can leave us a five-star rating and a comment on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, and follow us on Instagram at Heal Squad. You can also DM us anytime because we love connecting with you, and find Finally, you can also join us on Patreon for our monthly live heal events with world-class healers and ad-free episodes exclusive only to Patreon and our Super Heal Squad for as little as $10 a month. So go to patreon.com backslash heal squad to join. Getting better isn't easy, friends, but as I say all the time, it's a whole lot easier if we can do it together. We love you all so much and we love doing this thing called life with you.